Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, January 26, 2021. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, you, me, and Grace recorded a really interesting episode of our roundtable reviews about Hulu's in and of itself. Um, That will drop sometime this week. It was the first time that we have done one of these roundtable reviews. I think it's the fifth one we've done. It is the first time that we have not all been essentially on the same page. Yeah. And our thoughts about a project. I won't. And like night and day, too. Oh, yeah. This wasn't like Shades of Grey. This was literally black and white differences looking at how we thought about it. Um, I won't disclose who was where. Yeah. um, But if you pay attention to things we've said on this show before, you can probably (laughs) guess who was different. We literally said in yesterday's episode. uh, We guessed wrong. We We guessed wrong. We could be down to two co-hosts again uh, real soon after recording yesterday. But uh, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But that will come out later this week when news dictates whenever there's not a, a ton going on we will have that in the podcast feed of course you can always hear every episode of broadway radio first by heading over to patreon.com slash broadway radio broadway radio.com slash patreon all right ashley um yesterday should have been a national holiday i can't understand why we did not give everybody at least every musical theater person of a certain age the day off of work on Monday, January 25th, because that date marked the 25th anniversary of the world premiere off-Broadway run of Rent. That was also the day that composer and creator Jonathan Larson died of an aortic aneurysm. There was a ton of stuff celebrating this this quarter of a century anniversary uh, on Monday. The one thing that I'm going to put in the show notes specifically was a segment um, from, uh, from NPR's morning edition that talked to members mm. of the, um, original cast, uh, talked about the show and its influence, but also especially Jonathan Larson, his impact on them, his impact on the show, what his death and the illness, which was all part of the aneurysm leading up to it. Um, yeah. how that impacted them. There's a really kind of a, a funny line that I think I've heard before. Um, but the music director, Tom Weil said, and Jonathan only as Jonathan Wood said, can you believe it? I pass out in the theater, right? As the characters are singing, dying in America, <laughs> like, oh. like that is both funny and self-deprecating, but <sighs> also incredibly sad. Very uh, tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley, I have talked many, many times over the years about not only my profound love for Rent, which I acknowledge is not a perfect show, but it doesn't matter. Like that show came uh, out to that or 1996, um, January of 1996 was my freshman Mm -hmm. year of high school. By the time that album came out, I was a sophomore and I literally wore that album out. Like it wasn't even an album, it was a CD and I wore it out. Uh, I've told this story before, but like I could be in my bedroom, I could walk to the bathroom. And when I came back to my bedroom, I would still be singing in the exact same spot with a CD because I knew everything about it. Um, Love that. Talking, yeah, talking about the fact that it's not a perfect show. It's not a finished show either. Right, like they exactly. were just starting their run at the New York Theater Workshop. And who knows what uh, Jonathan Larson and director Michael Grice so could have done 
to improve and tweak and tighten that show. Uh, but I think for very good reason, um, it stayed frozen more or less um, as the show that it was that night. The night that Jonathan died, they they did have the performance as scheduled. However, it was just for friends and family, and it was mm-hmm. part performance, part um, part staged reading, part concert, um, and uh, some great stories in that NPR segment um, that really just take you back, like twenty five mm-hmm. years ago. I'm so old, but like that show has birthed an entire generation of theater fans. For sure. Uh, and especially people in that Gen X, early millennial age, like we love rent. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh has influenced like today's theater. Like there's really no, totally. there's no overstating how important rent is to American theater history, of course, but all theater history. And, you know, there are always detractors when it comes to rent and I, I wouldn't say I'm one of them. I don't have as much of an attachment to rent as you do and understand its flaws. But I think it's so important to note as one, this being the mid nineties, um, and still in the middle of the AIDS crisis, like, uh, there was unfortunately still so much more to go in that period that it's technically not even over yet, whether we want to acknowledge or agree to that or not. Um, but not even that, you know, it being early in Larson, in Larson's career and, uh, just thinking about, I mean, we, I think we both saw the Jonathan Larson project when it was at 54 mm-hmm. Below. Uh, yeah. and just thinking, you know, all, all the work that went into that, all the work that he had that hadn't made it to the light of day and just thinking about all of the things he could have done after that is obviously so tragic. But the fact that something like rent being early on as like, here yeah. is you, here is the first thing you've done. It's it's just it's so so sad. Yeah, and I think that it very much lives in the the canon of shows like Showboat of Oklahoma, of a chorus line, um, and you know whatever else you want to throw in there is being. Um, redefining what musical theater is for an entire generation. And groundbreaking. And, you know, certainly detractors of those shows, probably less a chorus line than any of the others. But certainly of Oklahoma, people don't think about Oklahoma being like that first real merge of like lyrics and story and music and story. Um, And dance. And 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 dance. And dance. And Rent is so much the musical that really ushered in, you know, things like Spring Awakening, things like Hamilton, which Lynn has talked many times about how much Rent yeah. influenced, influenced the rest of his career and to the yeah. point that he's now directing Tick, Tick, Boo. <laughs> so, I'm so excited for that. Oh, I know, I know. So, I mean, this is this is such a landmark show. For whatever its flaws are, whatever its accusations, uh, anything and – it's it's frustrating uh, when you really start 
diving into, you know, the medical side of that and the fact that Jonathan Larson's symptoms were ignored and had gone to the hospital many times and had been, you know, dismissed and then just dying young and in a tragic way when there was clearly so, so much more that he had to do. Yeah. And... To def- not to defend the doctors who probably should maybe should have caught it, but like no, sure. an- aneurysms are almost impossible to detect. Uh, like they're right, you know. But it's just it is frustrating. And when also, you, and you also know. being twenty five years ago, things exactly. Different. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it is like he knew something was wrong, and it, it, you know, if one stroke of luck, if maybe one other person had seen him or one different person had seen him, sure. he, we might be celebrating his 10th Tony Award. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but incredibly sad. But I, I want to end it on this because you kind of mentioned this. The legacy of Rent is very much tied to, for reasons good and bad, the era in which it came out, which is mm-hmm. the early to mid 90s. Right. And I don't think that you can overstate how important it was that four of the central characters of, you know, how many there are, eight or nine of them, four of them were HIV positive. Yeah. And I don't think that you can really understand, and I certainly can't because neither you or I were kind of old enough to really Mm. comprehend what was going on at that time, but like – the fact that this was the biggest thing in New York theater and not just for like theater people, but for tourists and for the bridge and tunnel crown to come see this show and to have a show that not only put uh, queer people, people of, of different ethnicities mm-hmm. um, and even body types in some cases, um, gender fluid even but to have four people in the mid 90s who were hiv positive as not sad sack drug addicted malcontents Mm. but heart the heart of the show dies of aids um i think that that has had a huge impact on um, a, a bigger impact on our country and our understanding of what that disease is than we can ever possibly know. Yeah, I would co-sign with that. Obviously, we had shows that had come out that, before then and sure. immediately after that, Angels in America being the biggest one, of course. Um, but this, uh, you know, being one, a musical and two, being such a big musical right. really, as you said, you know, kind of put uh, queer people and people who are paused in a, a very different light. And again, we're still at a point where it, we're not in a perfect world and you know, there's so much stigma behind both, you know, pause people as well as queer people as a whole. But I would absolutely argue that Rent helped, uh, you know, put things into a better light, especially during that time, at least for, as you said, the bridge and tunnel people and New Yorkers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Real quick, before we get out of our rent section today, yesterday, the New York Theater Workshop, obviously where this show began off Broadway, announced that they will uh, use the anniversary of the first performance of this show um, as kind of the inspiration for their gala celebration that will be held virtually on Tuesday, March 2nd. Um, it will be streaming live at 8 p.m. and then will remain available to stream through March 6th. Um, it will be a virtual celebration of rent and its impact on the collective cultural consciousness. And it will feature a selection of iconic songs by some of today's most beloved recording and theater artists, as well as exclusive content uncovering how rent came to life 
and reflections on the driving force of Jonathan Larson's legacy in the American theater. The the cast for this gala will feature many members of the original cast of Rent, not just the folks with names that we know, like Adina Menzel and Adam Pascal and Anthony Rapp and Daphne Rubin Vega, um, but also uh, Giles Chazen, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, um, Rodney Hicks, who we know, but not necessarily from this, Aiko Nakasone, um, Wilson Jermaine Heredia, of course, will be there as well, Byron Utley, but then the other folks that are going to be a part of this, I'm just going to run through some of the names, Sebastian Arcellus, Annalie Ashford, the Bengsons, Adam Chandler Barat, um, Wilson Cruz, who I actually saw the first time I ever saw Rent. He was playing Angel mm-hmm. at that point. Brandon Victor Dixon, uh, Michael Greif, Jeremy O'Harris, Neil Patrick Harris, Joe Iconis, Chris Jackson, Tamika Lawrence, Telly Leung, um, Lynn Manuel Miranda, who you mentioned, uh, Ineas mm-hmm. Mitchell, Shakina Nafak, uh, Eva Noble Zada, Ben Platt, Billy Porter, um, and so, so many more people. So this is something <laughs> that you are definitely going to want to yeah. see. So put that on the calendar for March 2nd at 8 p.m. Just- just the fact of like listing all of those names and like the biggest names that we have in theater, like that is, you know, proof of proof or needed how influential yeah. rent is in it always, but even, you know, now in 2021. Yeah. And I didn't even get all of them, but of course, how can I forget I Jennifer Ashley Tepper? Of Jennifer course. Ashley Tepper will uh, be there because course. she absolutely has to be. A requirement. Yeah. All right, Ashley, let's take a real quick break from the news and send it over to James to talk about our sponsor for this week, Audible.com. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor to Broadway Radio, Audible. As you probably know, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and now podcasts. We have highlighted Audible's work a number of times on Broadway Radio, and as a listener to Broadway Radio, you know that Audible has been supporting the development of new works through their Audible Theater Initiative. So I think that the combination of Broadway Radio listeners and Audible Plus is a perfect match. With Audible Plus, you get full access to the Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of select originals, audiobooks, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of popular shows, as well as exclusive series. Want to listen to Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Sturridge in Seawall, A Life? Audible Plus. How about Certain Women of an Age by Margaret Trudeau? Audible Plus. And The Half-Life of Marie Curie by Lauren Gunderson, narrated by Kate Mulgrew and Francesca Faradani. Audible Plus. And there's so much more. Audible Plus connects you to a ton of content that entertains, inspires, and informs. It's easy to find just the right listen, whether it's comedy, romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction, or fitness and wellness. You can even squeeze in a workout or guided meditation without having to go to the gym or a class. Visit audible.com slash Broadway Radio or text Broadway Radio all one word, lowercase, to 500-500 to start your free 30-day trial. We'd like to thank Audible for sponsoring Broadway Radio. Thank you so much, James. Of course, don't forget to head over to audible.com slash broadwayradio and get all of the audiobook goodness that your ears can handle there. 
All right, Ashley, let's get into some other news. First up, it was announced on Monday that the National Theater's recently filmed version of Romeo and Juliet is coming to television here in the U.S. and soon. The play was originally to have played uh, to actual theater audiences at the Olivier uh, Theater, the National Theater in London this summer, but that's not going very well. So they reconceived it for the screen. Mm. It'll be a 90 minute version that was shot over three weeks with a team of both theater and film experts. It will air on PBS as part of great performances on April 23rd. Um, this is, uh, I love NT live, like any NT live yeah. I can go see. Um, I, I, I go see, um, this one will star Josh O'Connor and Jesse Buckley mm. in the title roles in other, uh, streaming or TV or screen news. Yesterday, the George street playhouse announced the first two plays in their streaming season. They will both be one person shows, which makes sense given what, uh, what time we are in, but the fantastic Andrea Burns will open the season with a new streaming comedy called Bad Dates, written by the award-winning playwright Teresa Reback. Um, in this one-woman show, she's a single mom in search of cute shoes, the perfect dress, and a romantic table for two at a great restaurant. This one um, will be brought to you and available to stream from February 23rd through March 14th. The next play will feature uh, Malik Panchali, and he will play Sam in Becky Mode's Fully Committed this March. This is one of those very well-known one-person shows in which yeah. he is like the the person answering the phones at a very prestigious, very fancy uh, restaurant. Jesse Tyler Ferguson did it on Broadway mm-hmm. um, recently. That one will stream from March 23rd through April 11th. I love me some Andrea Burns. Um, oh, yeah. So I definitely want to uh, to check that one out. We also got some news from uh, the American Film Institute on on Monday. They picked their movies of the year and television programs of the year. And included in the films of the year were two films that we did roundtables on Ma Rainey's Black yeah. Bottom and One Night in Miami. And Hamilton is receiving a special award from the American Film because Institute. Because, of course, as it well. is. Well, I mean, I think it deserves it. Like, I, for well, all I of the, the Hamel like, hype, like, it does not have enough awards. No, of course not. But um, for more details on all of that, we will have the links and the full list of films and TV shows that are being honored in the show notes. But Ted Lasso's in there, so that's really good. Oh, yay. It's on the list. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And finally, in this kind of like theater on screen section, yesterday it was announced that the Royal Shakespeare Company lineup of streaming plays has been added to Broadway HD, according to Variety. That includes the Royal Shakespeare Company's productions of King Lear, Antony and Cleopatra, Hamlet, Measure for Measure, Love's Labor's Lost, The Merry Wives of Windsor, Two Gentlemen of Verona, and Timon of Athens. Upcoming titles will include R&J, Othello, The Tempest, Julius Caesar, and The Taming of the Shrew. There's a, a lot of Shakespeare shows that I've never seen, Ashley. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to check those out, especially from the Royal Shakespeare Company. Like, I feel like they've got to know how to do them pretty well if anybody gonna, does. I was going to say, if it's anybody that's going to do it right, you would think they've got it covered. I mean, if not, they should be pretty embarrassed. Yeah, probably. 
<laughs> All right, let's get into our feel-good recommendations. The first one I want to mention is the fact that Jessica Vosk did the Seth Rudetsky Sunday Night Concert Series this past week. We have an exclusive uh, video of her singing Look What Baking Can Do from uh, the musical Waitress. You can watch that, uh, uh, that concert on demand. We will have a link in the show notes. And then the the last one that I wanted to talk about was part of the Save Birdland concert. I'll have a link so you can watch the whole thing. It is still available. It's like over three hours. Uh, but the video that I wanted to highlight uh, features a cast of a ton of women who have been a part of the uh, of the musical Chicago on Broadway. It is led by B.B. Newworth, who I think is doing a self-tape with a tin can and string. But <laughs> it's still B.B. Newworth. She so. can't afford it. Yeah, she can't. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> but B.B. Newworth uh, starts it off. We also uh, hear from uh, such stars as Brenda Braxton, uh, Aisha De Haas, Mandy Gonzalez, uh, Karen Mason, Christine Petty, Mary Testa. Amra Faye Wright, Karen Ziemba, recent guest here on Broadway Radio, and a special appearance by the one and only Cheetah Rivera. Uh, so uh, we will have that in the show notes. And again, you can um, head over to SaveBirdland.com to watch the entire concert. You can also donate to them there as well. Do it. Yeah. No, really do it. Like, that's like, not like, that's not a suggestion. This that's was, like, there was no please there. I'm saying do no. it. Yeah, that was uh, that was be, a, a command. It better be some Birdland when I when all this is over. The broad, jesters Ugh. broadly at all of this. But yes. I miss me some Birdland. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. Oh, yeah. Instagram as well. Facebook and Twitter yeah. and Instagram All at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can peeps find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. When oh. are we getting our TikTok? Oh, God. I would not be good on the TikTok. Grace, <laughs> oh, no, I said, I said on the air, Grace would be great on the TikTok. I no, cannot imagine. You. Can you imagine Peter Felicia doing a TikTok? <laughs> Unfortunately, I just did. Hence okay. the laughter. <laughs> I mean, if Mandy Patinkin can figure it out, Peter Felicia can figure it out, right? Rate r- 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 your snacks, Peter. <laughs> oh, that is so good. <laughs> so good. The, uh, the, the fact that Mandy Patinkin considers lamb yes, a yes, snack yes, is so Mandy Yes, us talking about it on yesterday's episode, I did, in fact, send it to Matt to watch. Yes. And it is necessary viewing. It is absolutely amazing. The matzo lamb. with butter. Matzo with butter! <laughs> All right, everybody. We will leave you alone for the rest of the day. But have a great Tuesday, and we'll be back <laughs> to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.